Like why why does him why does where his nut goes change the woman's experience so completely holding his behavior constant? A woman is more likely to feel regret after a blowjob than from PIV and more likely to feel regret after a facial than after a blowjob. Because okay, because you think that there is I think each she's... one is increasingly submissive. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is often controversial, but mostly in good faith. We have a fun list of sexy topics to discuss today, including exhibitionism gone overboard, using prostitution to relieve unbearable horniness, yes. the, <laughs> the requisite aftercare after coming on someone's face, and more. I'm Keith. Mm. My co-host is Mike. Uh, Mike. I wanted to talk to you about women who aren't into receiving oral. Um, yeah, like Allie. Uh, yeah. What is going on there? Are they insecure about their body? Uh, it, it, the reason why it's, it's confusing for me is I would expect that for most women, receiving oral is more satisfying than receiving PIV. Now, for men, I think PIV is generally more satisfying than receiving orals. And so it's particularly confusing to me that women and men love blowjobs, right? And so it's particularly confusing to me that there seems to be a large cohort of women who just aren't interested in having their partner go down on them. Yeah. I mean, I so I let's just check this sanity check this with you. We don't have like a thousand data points here. We have a, a fairly large number. In my experience in life, if I took the top 10 strongest female orgasms I've seen in person. Mm -hmm. I think all 10 of them were were with oral sex performed on the woman with finger or fingers up her vagina doing various things. Same. Every single one. Same. Right. Okay. Yes. So, so that makes me think that I, I mean, I, yeah, I would make the argument that the women who don't like it are making a mistake in the same way that, uh, if a guy said, Hey, I don't like, you know, there's certain activities that get a guy a really strong orgasm. I'd say, Hey, I just think you're making a, an objective mistake here. Right. You've seen this on Reddit a lot, I'm sure, where women say, well, I don't mind letting him go down on me. It doesn't do much for me, but he seems to like it. So I, so I let him. Yeah. <laughs> what percentage of those women do you think uh, can reliably make themselves orgasm? I mean, I would probably, I don't know. I would probably just go with like the population average of like 70 to 80%. I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I it doesn't it's bias lower. it for me. I bet okay. it's lower. I bet like the sort of insecurity or lack of familiarity or confusion about what feels good. I bet that sort of relates to uh, sure. not being super experienced, uh, giving themselves yeah, I, orgasms. I do think that um, because the female orgasm, I don't think is something that's genetically particularly strongly selected for. Like it's actually a little, it would not surprise me, put it this way, if I found out that there was like a subgrouping of humans somewhere where none of the woman, women basically could have orgasms. That wouldn't shock me like, oh, in this country or this <laughs> ethnic. And the reason why is because it just doesn't, it doesn't actually matter for procreation. You can say, hey, it, it, it feels nice. It parabons people, but it doesn't actually matter. You can have a baby. You can remove someone, a woman's uh -huh. ability to orgasm and she can still have a baby. And so it's, whereas for a guy, it's, you know, unless you have medical intervention without the ability to orgasm, you're not going to have a baby uh, pretty much, pretty typically. So, um, so I do think there are women, so I, I'm not aware of any groupings of women who 
can't, you know, as, as, as a whole have orgasms. I know there are women who don't, um, but there are women that require like a lot of pressure. Um, there are women who seem to require like a really, like a vibrator, like those Hitachi, like really powerful yeah. vibrators. Yeah. Um, there are the women who masturbate by sort of rubbing against pillows or those kinds of things. And I think that's a little bit different from, again, it's kind of pressure oriented. Um, there might also be women who, uh, it's the opposite where they're so sensitive that like, it's kind of difficult for somebody to touch them right lightly enough for it to right. work. But I think, yeah. I think that if you take the bell curve at the middle of the bell curve is a woman who should enjoy oral. Yeah. This is different from men where it's like, it, this is an important difference. Men, uh, I would say it's close to all men have the same triggers for erection orgasm and so forth. And that makes sense again, because men, male, male ejaculation is important for propagating his genetic code. So if there was a man who was vastly different, it's sort of unlikely that he would have children, grandchildren and so forth. So there's right. some evolutionary thing there. Yeah. I just, I was reading a lot of the sex subreddit this week and mm. it's just, it was striking how many topics I came across where the woman, oral was being discussed in some manner and women were declaring that they're not interested in oral. And it just seems strange that there's this cohort of women who are comfortable talking on the sex subreddit, but don't enjoy receiving oral. I don't know what's going on there. I think that, I mean, I think there, it could, I think, so I think it could be physical. I think it could also be psychological body image issues of any kind. Um, and, yeah. and that can feed into somebody not having enough experience with partners. It could also just be bad experiences with partners, like, like inexpert yeah. partners, people doing things that hurt. Uh, somebody the, says, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to bite your clit or whatever. Right. Or the partner yeah. complaining about the smell or something. And then yeah. that and so then stays in their sensitive. head forever. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that, I mean, I think that a woman who doesn't make an honest effort with her male partner to like get him to try to do this thing where he, <laughs> you know, something like the Kivan technique, he stimulates her clit and then mm -hmm. one, two, maybe three, probably one or two fingers in her vagina sort of rubbing her G spot like that. I think some large, like 80% or 70% of women would get their strongest orgasm from that. Like most would. So it's, so if, so if you're a random woman out there and you haven't kind of made a good effort on that, you're probably leaving something on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. There's a related, uh, there's a related question I have. I, I follow this. Um, <laughs> it, it relates to the thing you said about prostitution. There's this, uh, escort in Australia that I follow on TikTok, or I don't really follow her. I don't really follow anyone, but I guess I've watched enough of her stuff that I get it. Um, her cat <laughs> right. recently died. Um, and she told, as she to told the that. story, I, I am too. She said that, um, she took the cat to the vet, thought it was okay. Then she was going on a tour, which I think is some sort of prostitution tour mm. throughout Australia to make some cash. And the, uh, her parents had the cat, the cat had been checked. Then it started bleeding out its mouth. Mm. And then, and this is when she knew it was really bad. It started bleeding out its anus. Also, and, you know, when, when, that, when that happens, it's probably, probably a goner. <laughs> In any event, she was saying, she got a question recently about guys who want to do DATY, dining at the Y. You're familiar oh, with this I, gross yeah. Yeah, do you, do you like that better? You like that better than eating out, right? I don't like either of them. Uh, in terms <laughs> of expression, but, but DATY is specific for prostitutes and it's a, it's a fairly common ask from guys. And I think we've discussed this before. Like I completely can't identify with this as a guy. And she was sort of, I mean, she was nice about it in answering the question, but I mean, she made it clear that she doesn't really, in that situation, she basically gets nothing out of it. Right. Like it's just a bizarre, 
somewhat bizarre request from the guy. Like, I'm not entirely sure what a guy's looking for when he asks a prostitute to let him uh, I'd be do that. curious. I'd be curious if she, okay, if there was a prostitute that could reliably orgasm from PIV, I'd be curious if, yeah, she needs to be able to reliably orgasm from PIV and from oral, receiving oral. And I'd be curious if uh, it becomes harder with oral than it does with PIV with a John. Like, is there something that makes the oral more intimate and more disconnecting when it's with the John? I'd, I'd be. Wait, 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 are you saying that you're wondering whether it's easier for her to have an orgasm with her actual partner than with her John? No, with no, no, the no, John? no, no, no. Sorry, with the I John missed. in PIV or the John with oral, can she orgasm either way? Is no. her ability to orgasm period just dropped down? And so like, yeah, like she doesn't like oral just as she doesn't like the PIV, but that's what the money's for. I think that it's um, extremely uncommon for prostitutes to have orgasms with their johns. Yeah, um, well, they haven't tried need with some, me. Well, I think, I mean, there can be chemistry there. I've read sort of <laughs> accounts where the woman claims there's chemistry, but I think that it typically it's just she's not comfortable. I mean, it's... This is one of the piece, the many, 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 many data points in my cluster plot that tell me that like when you have sex with someone that you've only known for five cumulative hours in their life, that the woman's not going to have an orgasm because women, this is yeah one example of why that is like prostitutes don't and it's because they're not comfortable with the guy yet. Yeah, um, but they're not trying to be seduced by the guy. In, in fact, to the extent they can, they're probably trying to be very careful not to be seduced by the guy. Right. That makes sense. Do you think, do you think that you... Okay, so let's set aside the the prostitution angle. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if you were going to have, let's say that you knew with a partner, with a female partner, that the way you were going to have orgasm this session was by you masturbating your penis, which mm-hmm. I think you were, you're already going to want to nope out of that, right? I'm going to say, look, if it's depends, it's, it's pussy or bust. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's say so. But let's say you've agreed to this arrangement. Do you think you would have a materially stronger orgasm if? her if her vagina was in your face than if it wasn't then let's say she was just caressing you and stuff like that yeah. while you're beating off i don't know it depends i i do like going down on a woman that i'm very attracted okay. to i don't as much like going down on a woman that i'm sort of medium attracted to <laughs> my goodness and so okay i mean i normally will because i'm a polite giving lover but uh when you say like like to do it, does that mean in a prurient way, meaning it in, would increase your horniness? I think so. Fun? I, I think it would, yes. Yeah, okay. and so the answer to your question is, I don't know. I mean, could this be distilled down to like, yeah, would I prefer 69 or would I prefer just getting blown? Like, is that like 69, the, 69 implies that like, there's some effort by the woman to, first of all, yeah. Okay. You're adding the blow in, which makes it more complicated. I'm, right. I was just trying to look the, the, the core of this question was you're, 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 you're in an early encounter with a partner and you're having sex kind of outer course type sex. And I was trying to think of like, what a, would it, I, I'm interested in two things. A, would it increase your kind of enjoyment? significantly enough to make it worth kind of asking for this and b is like what how do you think the woman would or should react to that because it's a little bit like the prostitute being asked for it's it's not a prostitute it's a relationship early relationship but i mean is it a reasonable ask for the guy to say look like we're having outer course we're sort of like whatever hooking up and i just want to like kind of 
have my, you know, I want to like experience my, your, I want to do DATY with you while I'm beating off and like, you know, increase my orgasm. Like, is that something you think a woman would be receptive to or I don't you know. it should just be like it's weird? A, it's a good question. I'm not sure where this sort of ethical lines that women draw are. Like a lot of hmm. women really don't like, you know, taking their pants off because, you know, that sort of, I think they probably feel more exposed. Hmm. Um, but if a woman could- In be, an early encounter, you mean? Right. Okay. And if, but if a woman can be made to feel like absolutely comfortable with me, I mean, the, the Venn diagram here has a fairly small center sure. overlap. But if in an early encounter, a woman could be made to feel comfortable that I'm not going to try and, you know, inch the ball forward. Hmm. Okay. So to speak. Um, so this would be when you mean by inch the ball forward to be concrete is like move toward PIV or something. Right. Like start yeah. Like if, fingers if, in her, you know. if I made a request and I was like, look, um, I would like to have an orgasm here and it would be better for me if you were naked. I'm not sure if they so would like, be. I, love, I just love giving oral and like to, you're so hot. I just want to like, yeah, yeah. I, like I just want to like, I know it'll like make me, it'll really turn me on. Yeah. Even though you're not, you know, you've already had your orgasm or whatever. It's not going to get you there. I think it's too saddled with, hmm. I think it's too saddled with the concern that, I'm trying to get her naked to move things towards PIV. Like that, that basically can't be removed from okay. the equation. And, and there, I have one more question that's going to be the opposite direction. Like how have, I don't know if you've had this experience. It doesn't necessarily matter, but like, let's say it was the opposite direction. Like you're kind of doing this out of course thing. The woman is masturbating, whatever. She's clearly interested in having an orgasm, doesn't want to have PIV, doesn't want you to give her oral. Like what if she asked to just, you know, like you to sort of put your cock in her mouth to amp it up for what, how would you feel about that request? She's just, I love to suck on cock while I masturbate. <laughs> you, have you know, I don't know if you've ever had this happen. Like, I'm trying to think if I've ever been in a situation where I've been like, I don't want to get more naked in front of this person. <laughs> like, like, I think women erect this scaffolding to like sort of protect okay. themselves and like keep, you know, they're like, oh, you know, we just did stuff above the bra or we, you know, like that hasn't happened to me in 20 years. But, you know, uh, they have these like constructions that make them feel more, um, you know, pure or something. I okay. don't think I have that concern. So if a woman was like, Hey, can you take your shirt off? Or, Hey, can you <laughs> put your cock in my mouth? Uh, yeah. I think I would say, yeah, no problem to both of those. Just cause you know, again, I'm a, I'm a giving lover. Okay. That's interesting. So yeah. So ba yeah. So the answer is going to be yes. And it doesn't really, it's like on a different axis where you're just like more, yeah. more, more sex is better. More, mm -hmm. more nudity is better. Um, well, yeah, and I'm not, right. I'm not concerned about my friends judging me for like taking my shirt off in front of a, of a woman. Like I think some women, especially younger women are concerned with like what their friends will think or say about them taking their shirt off in front of a, in okay. front of a boy. If you, if the woman, but flipping the other direction, if the woman, if you'd already had CPIV with her yeah. five times, mm -hmm. then you think she would just be like, oh, okay, probably like you'd just be like, oh, that's, that's kind of hot or whatever. Yeah. To unless putting her vagina on your face or whatever. Yeah. Unless she mean. thought I was, unless she thought it was weird for some reason. Right. I mean, the, the construct here where I'm like masturbating in front of her is already a little bit weird in the first place, but as, as soon why as that? that was sort of, well, why aren't we just having sex? I don't know. People like to do different things, right? Like, to, yeah. I know this one guy that likes to get a belt and like hit uh, his, I mean, it's consensual of course, but you know, over yeah. the butt, his, his partner, 
mm-hmm. uh, until she squeals a little bit. I mean, you know, people do different <laughs> things. Is it a affected squeal or is it a? I think they always are. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they're always somewhat affected. There's, it's a game that's being played, right? They want to be, there's some domina- domination desired. Yeah. But it's simulated domination generally. By the way, by the way, I, I saw a video today uh-huh. where a woman was saying, I mean, you know, there's like this long lived trope about the successful male executive wanting to be dominated by a dominatrix. Mm-hmm. And this was a woman talking about how, because there are so many more female power brokers or whatever in corporate America now, that like her claim is talking to these women, like they all, like it's like that, but times 10. That like there's all these women out there that really, really want a guy to dominate the shit out of them that are like successful, whatever, in whatever career path. I see. They already have the basic desire to be dominated and then they're. So it's not, you know, it's, it's less unusual than the male executive, if that makes sense. So apparently like, huh. there's like a kind of a need out there among a certain set of women to really. For more. Yeah. Yeah. More, more alpha men. Yeah. Huh. Because they, they're, they spend their whole lives kind of in charge and they right. really, really don't want to be in charge all the time. Right. And where a man might kind of want to be in charge all the time. They, they, most women don't. Right. So that was interesting and kind of hot sounding. Although I do think there is the stereotype of like the, you know, the male CEO, powerful man who, you know, in the bedroom does want to be super submissive. So maybe, yeah, there is an analogy on both sides there. Yeah. I just think that it, I could see it being more common with women. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sounds, sounds like kind of hot. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about this uh, exhibitionist. Hmm. So this person says, hold on, I'm pulling it up here. Wife wants to have sex in our front yard. Recently, my wife's sex drive has gone through the roof. (laughs) Maybe she took testosterone. She's been really into the whole exhibition thing. It started with sex in a restaurant bathroom to sex on a hiking trail. A few days ago, she told me about having sex in our front yard fantasy. She said that she wants to do it when it's dark outside. The issue is that we live at this house and know the neighbors. The houses are spread pretty far apart. I just don't think it's worth the risk of getting caught. It's not crazy to think that way, right? The other issue is if we do this, what's next for her? So I think this man's concerns are are both pretty legit. One, getting caught. Two, where does this slippery slope lead to? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm already pretty bummed out by the restaurant bathroom because restaurant <laughs> bathrooms are gross. I mean, yeah, there's there's well, there's a high there's a higher standard deviation on cleanliness for sure. I mean, if you're lucky and they just cleaned it, it's maybe fine. But uh, I had it depends sex on what restaurant too. Yeah, in an airplane bathroom once and. I don't remember. In, it was, wait, wait, while flying. Yeah. I think I remember discussing this. Okay, go on. Yeah, I am like one of the few actual members of the so-called Mile High Club. And what was the position you guys used? Uh, I was... Not sitting on the toilet, were you? That's what I was going to say, but I think that's not right. I think she was like sort of sitting on the sink, which is also fucking gross. Yeah. It's um, gross for like the next person. It's gross like for it's gross for whatever. everybody. Yeah. yeah. And then how yeah, much time did you did it take for you to get did you finish? I did. Yeah. I don't think she did. Well, there's no <laughs> way. I mean, but but how you like so was it five minutes, two minutes? Like how, how quickly could it you was get this a uh, it was an international flight and it was a red <laughs> okay. eye. So it was it was dark. Um and uh, this means that most people are sleeping on the plane. Right. And sure. it was one of these big, you know, international airplanes. I don't remember what kind, but there was tons of bathrooms and there wasn't much 
you know, it's not I like there was a bathroom in, line. I assume you were in business class. Uh, I doubt it. This is a while ago. Uh, Do you fly business class now? No. Okay, so that I mean, I occasionally get upgraded for free, but not. Got I don't. It. I don't pay for that difference. Yeah, I mean, if you're in business class, uh, the last time I flew business class, like it was, uh, we had two beds that were next to each other. So I think you could have. I don't think so. There are things that were possible. No, you wouldn't be able to actually fuck, but there's things you could have done, like with a blanket and blah blah blah. It's, it'd be not the world's greatest experience, but yeah. Okay, so you you go yeah. in together. It's dark. You get her up on there. You spend like five minutes just basically doing the on the counter, yeah, kind of, which is probably okay for you because that sort of seated position for the woman often makes her kind of tighter. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I remember. So th- she was the one who wanted to do this, mm-hmm. and you know, I was like, all right, yeah, I'd, I'd like to get that thing ticked off my bucket list okay and so yeah we just did and i remember when we came out i mean when two people go into a bathroom it's it's a little bit suspicious and i thought when we went in so the plan was she went in first and then you know we arranged which which bathroom it was and then i went in after um sure unless someone's like really paying attention they're not going to notice but yeah when you leave it's kind of yeah the when we I, I think she left first, but Wouldn't I remember it make more the, sense for the guy to leave first because there's the, unless was there a condom or was there some semen issue? There wasn't a condom. Okay. So I think the guy should leave first. So the woman could then clean know. herself up out of my yeah, view. I mean, there's going to be a lot of spew. In... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, I was a young man, so I'm sure there was tons. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's just right. Having her leave first gives gives her precious little opportunity to kind of so there's yeah. just going to be no I, hear you. I don't remember you know, the, these details it was I mean okay. this was let me it, it would have been well I don't actually want to say the date because there are some people who listen to this who it was nine eleven wasn't it no no it was not who know <laughs> my partner's back in that era so I, don't I was wanna... thinking you maybe you were the one who radicalized the the terrorists. <laughs> like look really, I, I was i was i was cool with the u.s until this happened and look at this now. lecherousness going on <laughs> on their airplanes this is disgusting yeah. all right i don't know if we're too soon for 9-11 jokes but all right so uh this person wants to have sex in their front yard what is it about i mean it's probably the possibility of getting caught that is hot for her i think so i don't i don't share that uh kink I have uh, in my life, like one time I had a man, uh, Genaro, working in my yard mm-hmm. and I was <laughs> downstairs in my house uh, watching, I was alone, as they say on <laughs> Seinfeld, and I was sitting on a couch such that like he couldn't see what I was doing, but like, I, he knew. I don't know, it didn't, I, well, unclear. He was outside and he like yeah. kind of looked through the window and knocked and he couldn't see what I was doing, but like if he... <laughs> The thing that I think would be the tell is like kind of the person just sitting there seemingly doing nothing, right? maybe vibrating a little and like right. a blank stare. Yep. And I've thought about this before and I just assume that in my life that's happened like two or three other times just because I think in a lot of cases, here's the thing is if somebody sees this happening, they're not going to tell you. They're just going to leave. Of course. But yeah. how many times have you seen other people masturbating, do you think? Uh, not many, maybe not many. I, I once, I'm, maybe once. 
I'm thinking zero. I don't. I can't remember ever walking in on like a college roommate or fair. Yeah, that's a fair point. And so it might be like a pretty rare event. I'm. I yes. think I'm pretty careful, but I yeah. don't know. I mean, you can see my apartment setup on the on the video here. I don't always close that door behind me. So if somebody was like across the way and had binoculars, yeah. they, they might be able to see. But whatever. Well, and also because you're standing up, you you get completely naked and you put on the <laughs> Superman. You have a Superman costume you put on, right? No, I don't always masturbate standing up. I, I would say that's substantially less than half of my. Usually, I'm the, sitting down. It's super, not Batman. <laughs> it's neither. You have some sort of superhero costume you wear, right? No, I do not. No. Do you? Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Incredible Hulk. So, um, I don't. Yeah. So, so the thing is, I, I don't, I don't consider myself to be like a massively empathetic person. However, uh, I'm empathetic enough to understand that, like, it's not great for the other person who walks in on this. And right. I don't. So it's confusing to me that that women, and I think women often do have this kind of fantasy, and I don't really know what it's at the bot what's at the bottom of the fantasy because empathetically it's kind of shitty for the person you're imposing this on and I, so i guess maybe it's that they have some fantasy that it's a guy and he's going to join in or someone's gonna i, I don't, don't know. really don't know what they're yeah. what they're imagining yeah i don't know it it's i've dated a couple people who were into exhibitionism and yeah it was a bit of a pain actually and i sort of shared this guy's concern which is yeah, I don't want to indulge this too much because I don't know where this goes. Yeah, I mean, have you have you had a person who, well, I mean, that that is aimed toward like camming or something, where it's it's or was it always uh, so. physical in person? Because that because that at least feels safer, uh, although it's uh, you know saved on the internet then, so it's forever. Mm. Yeah, um, but at least then they don't know your location. They don't really know your identity unless you're that congresswoman that our listener emailed in about oh, yeah. last week. Um, I think she, whatever, she was a candidate for something. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't really, I don't know what the the baseline need is there. I, I assume it's just attention or something. It's going to be something. Do, do, yeah. And I, 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 my impression is this is more common among women. Although there's a fairly decently common trope on porn sites that seems to be male uh, focused of like people getting a blow on the beach or fucking in a tent at a campsite, things like this. And I'm not sure it's the woman kind of making that happen. Yeah. I always assume porn is the guy's fault. So, I mean, I can imagine wanting to like sort of show off. And so, you know, being caught would almost be, you know, like an ego boost or something. What would you but, be showing off though? Like what's the first thing you'd want them to see? Well, it's not like anything about my performance. It's that like, look at this attractive person that I've been. I knew it. I knew that's what you wanted to show off is the, is look at the hot chick. I think right. I would want to show off my cock. It's true. <laughs> All right. I'd so be like, if look, you were like, to I'm set actually... up a, a classic exhibitionist uh, scenario, you would, from the, from the area that you would possibly be caught from, you would want to make sure it has a, a clean view. I think it's impo- I think it's possible. Look, I don't think people would necessarily be impressed by anything, but I think it's possible the thing they would impress them would be my cock. Okay. I think it's possible. They'd be like, huh, look at that. Okay. And so if you were into exhibitionism, you think that would be your, your driving motivation? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be though. I mean, I, because they're who, the, the only people who would find that compelling are gay men. 
Right. And so then it's like, oh, good. Oh, great. Let's. Right. So they, they'd also want to see my anus, probably <laughs> my taint. Like, all right, yeah. let's move on. Uh, what was the next one here? Oh, right. It's the prostitute. Okay. Yeah. It's the married guy. Okay. Uh, this person says, I'm married. My wife is allowing me to see prostitutes. Where I live, prostitution is totally legal and there are lots of brothels. My wife is going overseas for a few weeks. I am a very horny 30-year-old male and generally have sex with my wife every day. She said I can see a couple of prostitutes while she's away because she knows how horny I get without sex. It sounds great, but I'm also kind of concerned it will change something in our relationship. We have a great marriage and relationship. I wouldn't want anything to ruin that. Has anyone else here been in this situation? Okay, so let me try to understand this situation. They're having sex every day. Or Uh so he uh, claims. And his wife is going away on a... She's going overseas for a few weeks. And she said that he can see a couple of prostitutes. Okay, so two. Two to three, you call it. Because she knows how horny he gets without sex. Now, the reason why I pasted this was nothing about the prostitution thing. Like... Setting aside like how bad an idea this probably is, is the experience of being horny much worse for some men than it is for others? Like, is that a thing that I could go to a future partner with and be like, look, I'm just <laughs> I'm just on the 98th percentile on the uh, horniness Richter scale. And I, I, it's not my fault. I just I, I need to have a release with with other women. So, you know can you give me a hall pass like that? That sounds preposterous. I mean, sex drive is, I mean, it's funny, but I actually think, so there's two sides to that one is, is it possibly true? Yeah. I actually think that's, I, I don't find that totally unbelievable that there could be guys that are on some level. Now, the second question of like, should you like, what should be the reaction to that? Like, well, okay. That, that, okay. First She's thing is already actually, having sex with him every day. I actually do like the idea of a guy asking for this because it's just, it, it amuses me. And oh, and the other thing is just my, my general prior on stuff like this is mm-hmm. I think that if you, um, I think that people are too black and white. I mean, this is obvious. People are too black and white about things. So I think that like guys would say, oh, uh, the probability of the, uh, the female partner saying yes to this is, is zero. It's mm-hmm. not zero. It's probably something like 10%. It's it's not zero. Like like I, there's a significant number of men where this would work. Actually, yeah, but the woman would say, "Oh, okay, okay." The downside is probably a divorce. So I'm not Just sure. Just for asking, I don't know. Shouldn't you be applauded for your honesty? I've never been married. Uh, I think it depends on your relationship, but I mean, it, I I think I don't that think the vast majority should, of women no. would rather be asked. I don't think you should be applauded for your honesty in this case. I think most okay. women would prefer not to be asked. <laughs> if, if uh, their partner could sleep with other women, <laughs> even even okay. if even if she knows in her heart of hearts that he probably does, okay. But given the choice between he just goes out and fucks prostitutes on the one hand, and the second one is he asks her permission and then doesn't if she says no, I think she would pick that. If I don't even the know. Choices. I, uh, is that even? I've thought about like the ethics and morality around cheating a bunch of times. Uh-huh. I, I mean. You could imagine a, you know, what you don't know can't hurt you situation here. Now, I, I in, in prospect, would always prefer my partner to tell me when she's going to fuck somebody else. But if it really was an innocuous thing and it, you know, really doesn't affect our relationship, like what does knowing get, get me other than a, like fair question. a bunch of hand wringing? 
It's a fair question. Uh, I was. Uh, it, it makes me think a little bit. Just as a brief aside, this this uh, prostitute in Australia, escort. I should I guess I should call her mm-hmm. sex worker. But I feel like I should I should link to. Maybe I'll link to her in the show notes if I remember. Yeah, throw uh, her a bone. Yeah, her name's Lilith. Lilith Lodge is her name. She has a big forehead, so I assume premature birth. <laughs> Black hair. She's pretty attractive. She has lots of tattoos. Very light skin. Anyway. Um, she, uh, you normally she said, don't tolerate yeah. tattoos. I'm surprised. It's true. It's you true. I don't. It's, that's, not, what, that's not, that's not my favorite they, part. Yeah. She says that in Australia, it's not legal to ask somebody if they are HIV positive and she's fine with not being told by her clients. Ah, I see where this is going. Because they're undetected or, you know, because of various precautions that can be taken. Yep. I just, so I just thought that was sort of interesting. Like this notion that where the culture is now on, on this topic is you don't need to tell escorts if you have HIV. So this would be certainly a, but that would be certainly a, a reasonable risk for a partner to be concerned about is, Hey, if you're out there sleeping with prostitutes, you're probably going to catch something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, that's sort of like a pragmatic and practical concern. And so, yeah, yeah, let's like say it, you say you say, "Hey, I'm not going to have PIV with them." My thing is, I just want to look at their boobs and then give them a facial, which actually <laughs> is, I, I mean, is that cheating? Uh, I think many women would say yes. I don't think. But, you, but I mean, but what, what if you say, anything, "Look, what does cheating even mean?" It's like, look, honey, this is just as degrading as it can possibly be. Like, I'm not even, right? I'm not touching her. I'm ju- and I'm actually facializing her, which most women probably don't want done to them. Right. Yeah, I'm not seducing so, her. Yeah, you could say, look, here's what I do. I save all the best sex for you, honey, but I just do the degrading <laughs> things to this prostitute. So right. it's actually the opposite of cheating. I'm I'm truthing. I'm honesting. <laughs> uh, I think she might divorce you because you are probably a sociopath. Um, That's sociopathic? I think so. Why? It's like not understanding that, well, for one- you're you're lessering these women. She probably wouldn't like Which, that. The, pro- the prostitutes. Yeah. Okay, so she would divorce you because of some sort of like it's. This isn't. Uh, this is like some sort of way you. Okay, sociopath. You're saying way you view all of society, not the way you're treating her. Right. Oh, look who you are as a person. You, 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 you want to do this activity. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's very nice though, because it's, it's like it's some guys want to give activity. facials, but giving facials is not <sighs> abnormal. It's like one of the top no, ten things on porn sites. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So what's the other, you know, I don't, I look, I've never been married and in most of my long-term relationships, I've had very open, very candid conversations about, um, my proclivities and desires. And so I don't okay. know what it's like to be in what I imagine the typical marriage is, which is, you know, you sort of over time negotiate bounds around what you're allowed to talk about and and what's normal. And if you're feeling unsatisfied with that, you you almost have to keep it to yourself because the other partner will be hurt or offended or upset. You make marriage sound really fun. I mean, that seems intolerable to me. That's, you know, one of the reasons (laughs) why I'm, I'm a little marriage hesitant. Um, I hear you. And so, uh, but yes, I just don't know how, you know, let, let's say I'd been married for seven years and, you know, I come up to my partner and I'm like, look, like, I'm just not really satisfied by our sex life. Can we talk about like various things that might change that for me? And like, I just expect most women are going to react poorly to that. But 
maybe I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I, I think they probably would re- react poorly. However, I think they I think men would too. I don't think it's sociopathic. That's the only argument I would make. I think that- Fair enough. I think that women associate some of these activities with bonding with a partner in sort of a couple context in a way that men don't have to or don't necessarily do. And I, and I think this leads to things like trying to make get a guy not to use porn. I don't- I think it's perfectly possible, although kind of unusual, but it would be, I think it would be, I would find it perfectly believable that there was a guy who had some fetish about like whatever jizzing on big tits or something. And he says, look, I just want to every so often hire a girl. I won't kiss her or anything. I'm just going to beat off onto her tits. Uh, and I, th- I could see that happening in the context of a coupled situation and, and the woman would, it's not sociopathic. The woman would just, his partner would just be wrong to think that it somehow impugns her or anything. It's just he has this thing he likes to do that's not that different from going down to the bar and hanging out with his friends or whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. On the other hand, there it, I, I understand that it would be difficult for her to differentiate between that and the guy who actually is, you know, carrying on much fuller relationships or whatever, you know, meeting deeper needs with these these women. And I and because it's difficult to differentiate, I think women are reluctant to permit such a thing. I don't know if it is. Well, I agree that women probably struggle to differentiate between yes, a sort of emotional affair and a physical affair. Yes, and I think a lot a lot of affairs that men claim were just physical are actually also emotional, and so that's muddying the waters a little bit here too. Yeah, and actually, I would think that the average woman would find an emotional affair more problematic. I think they should find that more problematic because that's suggestive that their relationship's going to fall apart. I agree. Whereas if it's just the guy has some weird fetish or whatever thing he wants to do, well, yeah, honestly, no, I know. his wife could but, be sitting there in the room. He doesn't care. But this know? is why the the waters are muddied. The men are claiming that it was a, uh, a yeah, it was just purely physical because- Okay. L- let me flip this around for you. How would you feel if you were in a you know, if you've been in several long-term relationships and you, your partner said, look, I just have this, let's see, I just want to every so often watch a guy with like an eight inch cock, just stroke himself till he nuts. Just, I just say, like to watch that in person every I'd so say, often. Why not? Why not watch me? Okay. Nine inch. Okay. Something, uh, you know, let's, let's say it's a, a black guy, <laughs> a guy that's not a different ethnicity from you. Like there's something that you can't accomplish for her or, right. uh, she wants to watch, you know, so, yes, yeah, so, but you know, she's not going to touch him. Would you say no? Would you say you want to be there? How would, would you be worried about it? Uh, suggesting that your relationship is doomed. I mean, in a vacuum, I would conceptually be fine with that. I yeah. think I'm not super jealous. I don't think that the main value that I bring to a relationship is my amazing performance in bed. I think I'm, I think I'm very competent, but if like my partner revealed to me that there was like some itch that wasn't being scratched, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, and I, I don't think I would be offended. I might be a little bit bummed. I think that's sort of natural, but I don't think it would be like relationship ending for me. Like I think it would be for many people. Would you rather watch her watch the dude do this or would you rather just be like go just go do your thing uh, i know you have this appointment every month from 6 p.m to 8 p.m on this day yeah. and i know what's happening or would you say oh I'll, or would you want a video like what would you i think i would prefer not to watch i think the <laughs> that's what i think too i think the jealousy reflex would be made worse if oh, that's interesting i was watching her like actually enjoy it when it's For me, abstract it's not, yeah when it's, it's abstract it's, it's, i don't think i meant as much for for me it's not jealousy it's that it's the 
just it's uh, and I apologize to our one gay listener, but for me, it's the uh, yeah, it's just the like, trauma it's some, of seeing another cock. May, uh, it's not. I mean, obviously, I've been in many locker rooms. It's the full male sexual response cycle. I don't know. Yeah. I've thought about this, you know, number of times. I just am not sure. I think that might, I just don't know if I would enjoy that. I think I would not enjoy it. It's just that I would, it's not that I would be necessarily traumatized. Mm-hmm. It's just, I would, it would just be gross to me. Be like, yeah. oh, I don't, I do not want to see a guy orgasming, which is funny because in porn, I don't really care. But in real life, I think it would sort of frighten me on some level. I'd be like, wow, that's like just, just a f- couple feet difference. And that would be <laughs> inside right. my body. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I too have not been in this situation. Yeah. I, the erectile uh, penis is sort of a weapon on some level. Have I ever been in a room with another erect male penis? Well, it's I like the have you caught someone masturbating question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have. All right, let's move on. Hang on. Uh, I, I wanted to say that I did once uh, catch a girl masturbating. Uh, go on. Yeah, it was, uh, this is like, this, this is going to sound like a penthouse forum, uh, story. Uh, <laughs> oh I was on a road trip, Pull up a chair. Uh, right? Yeah. I was on a road trip right after high school with a friend from high school and we went to a city that I won't name. Um, <laughs> keep her identity safe. Yeah. Well, I don't, <laughs> 20 years uh, it's, later. it's in case he hears it, oh, okay. but, uh, uh, the, um, we went to the city where he had family that lived there, which uh-huh. this is already now. If he hears it, he'll know. <laughs> yeah. and his cousin, his cousin was it was female and she was young and uh, teen, you know, of age, but not mm-hmm. you know my age. And uh, yeah, she was. Uh, we were all sleeping on the floor in uh, like sleeping bags or something like that. And she, for I think she, there might have been something wrong with her, but she immediately like was attracted to me and was sort of like wanting to cuddle with me, which is something that high school girls do, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like when you're 17, 18, 19, this is a behavior girls have that's, I guess, endearing to guys, but also makes guys relentlessly horny and kind yeah, of irritating on some level. Frustrating. Anyway, we all went to sleep. I did not pursue, I mean, he, he was my friend's cousin. It was a little right. weird. And then right. I woke up and she was <laughs> masturbating. Very clearly, like that's you know, kinda, shaking and like you know, and like yeah, that's kind of alpha of her. I like that. It may, I mean, it's one of these things that later, yeah, I mean, later you regret it as a guy. It's like ah, well, I should have just yeah offered her my penis. Oh, right, I can help with that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, when you're young, it's hard to yeah, yeah. various various expectations feel more important. But I didn't see her hand like touching her vulva sure. or anything, obviously. Yeah, you just so there's know that. what she was. Yeah, that's right. right. Okay. This person says, uh, partner came on my face for the first time. Mm, my okay. 22. Okay. This, uh, this woman is 22 and her partner is 32. Uh, my partner and I have been exploring lately. We talked about him coming on my face since I'd never done it before. I was excited to try. It happened, and he kind of just left me there feeling alone afterwards. He said it was great, but I couldn't really focus because it went directly into my eyes and I couldn't see. He Hmm. gave me a shirt, a shirt of all things to get it off. My My one eye swelled shut and still hurts the morning after. I know the risk and that this could have happened, but after I cleaned up, I just wanted some cuddles or back tickles because I didn't love the experience. He said he was too tired and rolled over. <laughs> I Good feel hurt and like I never want to do it again now. It was supposed to be fun. I'm not sure why I just feel dirty now, which I've never felt after trying something new. I told him this and he says I'm overreacting. Am I? Okay. So I brought this up because 
as our longtime listeners or even medium term listeners know, I uh, have some weird feelings about blowjobs generally. I think a lot of women are pretending they like to give blowjobs. And it seems so strange to me that, yeah, like this is the experience that I would expect a lot of women to have about blowjobs generally. It's like, okay, I want to try this thing. I know he'll like it. But then like he comes down your throat and Mm. then he is not horny anymore and like, you know, switches back to like normal man being, you know, disregarding what you say and, or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, boys are want to do, especially ones that are 10 years older than you. Uh, yeah, I would expect a lot of women to sort of have this like regret after giving blowjobs, but they seem to not. But in this particular case, this woman is, I mean, she's done something a little bit outside of the normal blowjob realm, which is like receive a facial. I don't know, like what percentage of women who engage in blowjobs often receive facials, but I bet it's less than half. It's going to be really uncommon because of the smell. But what, what is your, what is your, what is the, just so I understand, how do you, why is it different uh, to you? So let's let's take hold hold the man's behavior after the act is complete constant. So let's say uh-huh. a man has a certain refracting um, cadence or trajectory. Uh, so he comes down your throat, as you said, which I actually that I like that phraseology. Okay. Mm, versus he comes in your vagina. Okay. So what is the difference? Like why why does him why does where his nut goes change the woman's experience so completely? Holding his behavior constant. This is a this is a good chess move. I think that one is more biologically selected for than the other. It's it's I think a woman is more likely to feel regret after a blowjob than from PIV and more likely to feel regret after a facial than after a blowjob. Because Okay, because you think that there is, I think each she's... one is increasingly submissive, in, increasingly like sort of trustful of the partner, and so their behavior of being sort of a turd after is. You think a, that the you think that the receiving, wait, which one is more trustful? Taking it down your throat or taking it in your vagina? Because the vagina one seems pretty trustful to me because you could get pregnant. Yeah, I hear you. I do feel like blowjobs in some ways are more intimate. Okay. Yes. In high school, we uh, assigned five points for a blow and four points for PIV. Really? Three I'm points surprised. for a hand job. And I can't remember the rest. Yeah. And then we, and then we, um, <laughs> I can't remember. We had some other system for anal and gay and stuff like that. I think there was, there was something <laughs> that was a negative, a negative reverse five. I remember that, <laughs> but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Uh, with the baseball system, you know, a home yes. run is is PIV, and then I guess third base is a blowjob or something. Yeah, we. I mean, I think that you guys um, turned that on its end. We did, which is odd considering that the culture, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, of, at our high school, was that the women, the girls, were to swallow. <laughs> right. So I didn't actually know about girls spitting or avoiding the semen until after high school, oddly, because I because I just had not encountered. That is like, I think, I think somehow, uh, maybe, I mean, this is the town I grew up in. Maybe people should run down there because <laughs> in that town, somehow they, the, the newspaper, the journalists had, had hidden 
the other options for semen disposition from the young young ladies. That's, uh, yeah, they're, they're grooming the entire youth of the town into, <laughs> into nice. swallowing. Yeah. Uh, so there was, yeah, it was just assumed. Service. It was absolutely, absolutely assumed you would swallow to the point where I remember uh, a girl, one of the girls I dated in high school, she would, when she was blowing me, she would, if she took her mouth off of it to use her hand for a while, she would keep her mouth open sort of near the end of my penis. Like as if like, I, just I'm just assuming, I'm assuming she had a previous partner that would sort of nut by surprise. Right. <laughs> in retrospect, I, at the time I was confused by it because I thought, well, I feel like I make it obvious what's happening. You know, right. I don't make it a hidden thing. But I also <laughs> know that in porn, a lot of times it is kind of surprising when the guy nuts. So of course at the time I didn't know that. I didn't have the level of porn uh, consumption that I have had since. Okay. But, uh, Okay, so you think that the blow is more intimate in some way, and that the woman is is, is somehow is suffering some indignity. So having the semen in her mouth that she would not suffer if it went in her vagina. I guess. Can we at least agree that a facial is more intimate than uh, nutting down her throat? I don't agree that it's more intimate. I think it's more annoying and kind of it's more it. aggressive. I don't think my basic my basic view on this is women don't care where the semen goes. That's my basic view. There are women who say, "Oh, I get a stomach ache. Oh, I can't stand the texture." There are things like that. Mm-hmm. But but if you if you if you wind the clock forward thirty minutes and say, "Okay, forget about all that. I'm just going to tell you where the semen went," they just don't care. They just they just say, "Well, as long as I'm not pregnant, I just I and I don't have an STI, I don't care where it went." I, I don't think they want it in their hair or eyes. Again, that's just about practical and and, and yeah. And there's a certain um, okay. I understand what you're saying. It's annoying and it's aggressive to do that, but between, uh, yeah, the, the the various like for example, women. If you like, if if you said to a woman, "Hey, do you want me to blow my load on your stomach or your tits?" They, I do not think a woman could construct a plausible. She just doesn't care. I hear. I think there are some things around the edges here. Like I think that fluid bonding, so coming inside of a woman's vagina, can be mm-hmm. a thing. I don't know if they actually get like hormones or chemical released from that. But fluid bonding is at least something you read about a lot. So you mean they get some some extra experience from interacting with your semen? I I don't know. I don't know. But and then of course I'm going to say, why wouldn't their mouth do the same thing? And the answer is, it probably would. I don't know. You could imagine the body having developed some response to prefer the nut to be inside of them over the years, over the. Eons. Sure. I think the response there, uh, let's see, as opposed to in their mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, the things I would say about, the, uh, look, here's here's my prior on that. I don't think what the woman wants matters. I, I, with all due respect <laughs> to our female listeners, women are weaker than men. I'm talking about prehistorically. So you go back like 20,000 years. Uh-huh. My, my prior on this is all the women got pregnant. And so then to the extent that the women are selected for, it's not a question of whether you had babies. It's a question of whether the guy took care of the babies afterward. That's like, and which is, which explains why women pursue relationships and don't want to have babies with someone until they feel confident in them because Mm -hmm. all the women can get pregnant. I think that's basically always been true. And similarly, if a guy wants to impregnate you, he's, or whatever, he wants to have an orgasm near you as a woman prehistorically, he's going to decide where it goes. And so, and, and so then it's, so then, and why does that matter? Because, uh, the vagina does feel better for the man, right? I mean, it it is it is important 
Okay, so you think for natural, hang on, I'm not done. It is important for evolution that the vagina feel better than the anus and feel better than the mouth and feel better than a titty fuck and feel better than like Mm -hmm. hot dogging or butt cheeks. It does need, and and, and in fact it does, right? And you think that takes care of everything. There doesn't need to be an additional like chemical or hormone release from the fluid bonding. Of course, because all the women are going to get pregnant. Uh, Yeah, the, 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 okay, so uh, another step in the logic chain here. If there were a man who had a trait or something, whatever, something that happened in his childhood that made for him fucking a woman's mouth just feel so much better than a vagina that he always selected that, that man would not procreate because the woman's mouth can't get pregnant. So yeah, yeah, there is definitely a selection toward the, yeah, men nutting in the vagina, which is why, I mean, there's, it's obvious there's a strong selection for that. That's why these are all yeah, but Roger Stones. I'm forth. arguing there's like an additional selection thing, which is that they might feel some sort of better reward. The woman, I yeah, but I I just don't think I don't think there's you don't any think foundation that's needed. for that belief, right? Like why I don't think there's any foundation for anything like that. Why would a woman? Why would anything about a woman's experience of sex matter? It doesn't matter, right? I, I realize it matters to them emotionally. It matters. I think in it matters incrementally. I mean, no, I think it matters incrementally. Like it's really like. Yeah, I think beauty is selected for. I think various things that like. Yes, but the way beauty is selected for is the man is more likely to stick around to raise the kids of the beautiful woman. They're all all ugly. The ugliest possible woman will get pregnant exactly as many times as the most beautiful possible woman. Is Yeah, I'm sure of that. There's always going to be some gimp that comes along and, and impregnates <laughs> you. It's right. not, yeah, women don't have this problem. I guess if you're, I mean, okay, if you actually had a physical deformity, or, uh, you know, down syndrome or something, then as a woman, yes, you would, a man probably wouldn't. But even then, honestly, I think you still have a decent shot of getting pregnant. Right. Can, like you'd have to be pretty deformed. Can as people a woman with not. down syndrome reproduce? I don't know, but I bet they've had a lot of semen deposited in them. Oh, I'm sorry, my, listeners. My word. This is. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the point, the if there point was is. Ever, if, if there was ever a clip that could get you canceled, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> The, yeah, not my semen, uh, good, good semen from very good people, uh-huh, right, all right, types right, of people. Right. The, mm-hmm. the point is that I don't think that, uh, women, I don't think there's any reason for a woman to care about this. Okay. And so then I think this comes down to an emotional c- concern you have. The, the thing that I've been told by other people that know you is that the reason you feel this way is some sort of like, uh, you're you're over con- overly concerned about like the woman's point of view or something. You're trying to like sort of which way do uh, I feel? What do I feel? What am I by, being accused by of being here? concerned about by being concerned about the woman's experience of giving a blow? You're like overly oh. trying to empathize with their viewpoint, and you're doing so sort of erroneously. You're oh, I to, like, can in- see it. I'm doing it erroneously. Okay, that part, that part I'm not. It's like, uh, yeah, I can intellectualize that I shouldn't eat that extra chocolate chip cookie, but I still do. Like, just because you can intellectualize something doesn't mean yeah. that you can. I mean, even taking your own logic, okay, you're saying that it's disrespectful or kind of aggressive toward the woman. What if the woman likes that? Like, why can't a woman say, hey, I want what happens to me to be more kind of submissive and more like, because dom- I want to be dominated. So yeah, he should fuck you in my mouth. Because I think a lot of women's experience women's experience is something yeah. like the one that this person is describing like when, when the man like comes on her face it's like sure a lot of women do actually want to be submissive but only to someone that they really care about and okay. the, and there's like a thin line there 
between like imposition and uh, actually wanting it. And but I don't. The issue here I, I is I think not- that line gets like fucking trampled by men all of the fucking time, and I, I don't. It's really hard for me to like square like when the right time to like. And then like, yeah, like by the time I'm, you know, convinced that the person likes me enough, I'm usually into like a realm now where like I actually respect them a lot and, um, you know, doing various like hyper dominant acts to them feels disrespectful for that reason. I agree with you that men trample all over that all the time, but I don't agree that that's the problem that women then have when the relationship breaks down or was never there in the first place. I don't think that women sit around thinking oh, you know, I went on six dates with this guy and we had sex four times. And then the next thing they're thinking about is that semen dripping down their chin or how they swallowed, you know, a lot of cum. They're upset because of how the relationship went. I think that that other part is just a complete afterthought. To the woman, she'd say, well, yeah, when I like someone, I want him to, you know, use my body. I want him to take me. I think it depends. I I think it depends. Like, I think this woman is... For the rest of her life, not going to like facials because she had this like one experience and it's sort of like, you know, etched a line in her brain that's ne- never going to go sure. away. Well, that's just classic conditioning. That's, But I don't think that has to do with uh, sex so much as it's just a practical problem. For example, if she had PIV with a guy that had a really big penis and or maybe she wasn't well lubricated and she got, you know, it hurt the next day yeah. or right afterward. Yeah. I think the same thing might happen. She might say, oh, I can't handle guys more than a certain size or I, you know, whatever yeah. I need to use lube. So I don't, but I don't think that there's anything particular about this act that did that. And also, okay. Yeah. So she got something in her eye that hurt. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> how could you ever cast that as a positive, but let's say that hadn't happened. Let's say that it had just been on her face, but she'd found it kind of disrespectful. Okay. Or, you know, it, yeah, it's not her favorite thing. If if there was a guy that she really liked and they kept dating and they really got along well and his thing was he just wanted to jizz on her face, I am actually positive she'd start liking it. Oh, that's our thing. Yeah, as I don't long know. as it wasn't actively painful. I don't I don't know if I'm positive. I, I generally agree. No, the problem here wasn't that her eye swelled shut. It's that he didn't give a shit. It's that yeah. like he it's like after he came, he like threw threw her like a, you know, sweaty t-shirt and then rolled over and said, "You deal with it." That's what she's upset about. She's not upset. But that upset. could happen with PIV too. Yeah, it could. That could happen with PIV. It could happen with anal. It could happen with any. Basically, a woman <laughs> is much more likely to be injured in some way during sex than a man. And when that happens, it really sucks for the woman because after the guy nuts, it, he it wants could. To go to but sleep. I think there's like I think there's like a a, a tier list of a T I E R list of right things that women might feel bad about. So like. If a woman has anal with a man and then he behaves a certain way, and or if she, you know, has a, receives a facial from a man and then he be- behaves a certain way, or if she has PIV with a man and he behaves a certain way, or they just like make out and he beha- behaves a certain way, like some are more effect, some are more affecting than others. Yeah, I mean, I don't, but yeah, I hear you. But I, for example, I had an experience in college with a woman, a girl, where we, I said to her something like, and it was a dumb thing to say. Uh, I said to her something like, you know, sometimes I have trouble taking women seriously because I always imagine that I could like bend them over the table and fuck yeah. them, yeah. which, you know, she and I did frequently. She right. really didn't like that, right? Because, well, she didn't like it for obvious reasons and it was a stupid thing for me to say. Now, 
it wasn't false. I was telling the truth about how I felt. But the point I want to make around that is this is an activity you would not at all put on the list of things that a woman might feel ashamed about, like being facialized, right. analyzed, Well, whatever. it would be low on the list, but yeah. But basically any sexual behavior between men and women, I, a man can characterize this way and make a woman feel bad. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just when you're having missionary sex with a woman, she's in a pretty vulnerable position. And if you, if you uh, we're with a partner and you're having missionary with her, you could probably really upset her just by like saying the right one sentence. Yeah, you disrespect her. her after in some way. Or even during, because the right. thing is, the truth is she's in this really vulnerable position where something kind of embarrassing is happening to her. I mean, being, I mean, think about, um, you know, if you watch, uh, like the passion of the Christ or whatever, like the, um, the, the moment Often in um, those types of movies, the moment that's the most embarrassing is when they nail the nails through the guy's hands, the, you know, Jesus or whatever, when they're crucifying. Why is that so embarrassing? Well, it's painful, but it's also he's being penetrated. Like hmm. being penetrated is pretty embarrassing, <laughs> right? It's like you're that's or like, uh, you know, the, the the ancient Romans would pour molten gold down someone's throat or whatever to kill them. Like these things where you go into someone's body, like these are, this is like very huh. rough stuff. It's very aggressive psychologically. And so when a woman has something stuck up her body, if you then go after her. Anyway, I'm just saying, I think, I don't think, I think that, uh, you disagree uh, with facials, my peer list. Yes. I, well, I, I hear you that anal is it's, it's look if you analyze, if you have anal sex with a woman, it's easier to make fun of them because for example, there might be poop. Like there's things you could make fun <laughs> of, but I think that, I think that I could, I think that I could, it's not that much harder to take a woman to tears during missionary by, you know, really upset her by making fun of her because, and it's much harder to make fun of the guy. Now you could make fun of the guy about what he's like when he orgasms. I'm sure. That would be kind of, somewhat kind of an equivalent. Right. Like uh, Nikki, Nikki Glazer has some, you know who that is? She's I like don't. one of these awful, com- well, not great comedians who's like uh, Schumer, Amy Schumer. Okay. And she has this bit about how- And, and, that, never- she's, and that she's a female. And she only talks about sex. That's the- uh, No, if a woman, I mean, I don't have any problem with- uh, female comedians generally, although they often just talk about their vaginas. Yeah. And that's the, t- that's the trope that people use. Anyway, she has this whole thing about men turning into demons when they come. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's some equivalent where it's like, ah, I'm going to take this thing that you might feel sensitive about and go after you. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's probably a good place to wrap. So that'll sure. do it for this episode of Your Mileage May Vary. You can send us feedback. Uh, or questions to ymmvpod at gmail.com. We pay $10 for feedback, so just give us your PayPal or Venmo or whatever. Uh, If you ask us a question, let us know if we have permission to use it on the show or not. Thanks for taking the time to listen, and we will catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Je me retiens. Non.